Hello and welcome to BSD Talk number 74. It's Thursday, October 5th, 2006. The audio on the following interview is a little strange, I think mostly due to the fact that there's some noise reduction combined with the fact that it was done on a speakerphone. But all in all, I think you can hear it, so here it is. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with George Neville Neal and Hiroki Sato. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thank you. And could I have each of you maybe introduce yourselves and tell us who you are and what you do? My name is Hiroki Sato, a PBC committer, and since uh, around 2000, and uh, one of the PBC core team members since June. And uh, I'm working for uh, working on uh, mainly documentation on the PBC and uh, also working as a NetBase developer. And working area is the same as previously, the documentation framework, especially using uh, XML and SGML. This is George. I'm a FreeBSD committer and now also a FreeBSD core team member. I was elected in the same election as uh, Hiroki Sato. I work on networking. I'm also the co-author of the design and implementation of the FreeBSD operating system with Kirk McKusick. I've been using and working on the BSDs since NetBSD 0.9, which probably tells you how old I am. The primary reason I wanted to speak to both of you today was regarding the Asia BSD convention. Could you describe what that is and what you're planning to do this year? Asia BSDCon is a technical conference where we're inviting papers from all of the BSDs, which includes NetBSD, OpenBSD, FreeBSD, Dragonfly, and Mac OS X, uh, people who are building stuff on the BSDs or with the BSDs to submit technical papers to a conference, which will be four days in Tokyo, March 10th through 13th, 2007. Hiroki is the general chair of the conference, and I'm the program chair. Rookie's also on the program committee. Are there going to be events that happen on days prior and after the main days? There's going to be a BOFs and there will be a FreeBSD Dev Summit. One of the other things we're planning is a, a dinner for the whole conference, although we haven't determined what day that will be on, I don't think. So where are you in the planning stages or the call for paper stages? We currently have a call for papers out. Um, if people look at www.asiabsdcon.org, You'll see a very limited page at the moment, although that's being redesigned by one of the local Japanese folks here. And uh, we're, so we have a call for papers out. We'll be sending mail to most of the mailing lists shortly after this podcast. And we've gotten funding from several organizations. Satosan knows which ones have sponsored us in Japan. What companies sponsor us now? Apparently, four, four sponsors, and uh, X, X, Inc., and uh, embedded the BSD company, the platform, and the seller of the FBSD and FBCD run. And also Japan, the is a sponsor. And we're still looking for sponsorship from other organizations. We're working with them currently on that. 
Has the Asia BSD Con traditionally been a free convention, or is there a fee to come to the convention? The last time in in Taiwan, the fee was a small nominal fee, and we're working to make sure that that's inexpensive this time as well. Since the conference attempts to get people to come from all over Asia, there are certainly uh, people we want to be able to make the conference, and so we don't want to charge a very high cost for it. I don't think we've determined what the exact cost will be for the conference yet, have we? Probably uh, around uh, $40 or so. Do you have a venue? And uh, venue is the University of Tokyo and the central area of Tokyo City. Do you have a rough estimate of how many people you will be able to have at the conference? Uh, 200 people. Perhaps we could talk a little bit about last year. How did that convention go, and who did you have at that convention for speakers? Actually, that conference was held two years ago in Taiwan. And I, I personally didn't attend, so I'm not sure. Each um, Asia BSD Con is organized a little differently because it's handed off between different people. So this year it's pretty much a completely new group of people who are organizing the conference. Are you planning on having um, one every other year, or is that schedule not really worked out yet? The schedule isn't really worked out yet. It depends on having volunteers. Are there other conventions going on at the same time? Probably not non-similar conferences near the schedule. I think that there's a perception over here that the BSDs are doing quite well in Asia. Is that true? In Japan, and certainly in the rest of Asia, the BSDs do quite well. I don't actually have numbers, but I interact with a lot of the BSD developers in Japan, and the impression is that actually Linux and BSD are roughly at parity in Japan. What do you think? Do you think that's true? Yes, indeed. But I heard from uh, FBSD and in the commercial area and commercial field, Linux is more popular than BSD. But the uh, developer likes BSD than Linux. So uh, there are a lot of this is the reason why there are a lot of BSD developers in Japan. And uh, some companies use this. BSD as an uh, embedded system, uh, like uh, a network printer and telephone and a small PDA and a, a small portable DVD player. And so the, this fact makes uh, developer, the number of developers very large in Japan, I, I think so. And in the rest of Asia, I definitely see a lot of uh, BSD being deployed. In particular, not just because of the technology, but also because of the license. Mm -hmm. So the BSD license usually wins out, especially with these kinds of applications that Hiroki was mentioning. When people build embedded devices, they don't want to have to expose their source code, and the GPL forces them to do that. Another barrier to adoption for an operating system is localization. Not only documentation for developers, but also for end users. How is the BSD localization effort going? When I became a commuter uh, back in 1999 or 2000, I was a translator of the physics documentation. A translation of the, for example, localization of the documentation has started 
by translating uh, websites on the webc.org. So there's a local team you work with? Uh, yeah, some small groups to translation. So uh, currently, the uh, basic translation team has uh, about uh, eight languages, but not so very active. Uh, translation work itself is uh, not so attractive for uh, average developer. In a translation team, they are user rather than developer. And uh, we are trouble in hiring translator. So you find it difficult to get the yes, translator? Yes, it's very difficult to find the translator now. Which are the most active languages? The translation, uh, German or French, is uh, very active. And uh, in the next case, the, um, also the German is very active. In Mandarin? I know Li Ching is working on Mandarin. Chinese. Uh, Chinese? Uh, traditional Chinese is very active recently, but uh, the number of persons who are working on it is uh, very small. One of the persons is very active. Is most of the effort in translating user space, or are there also efforts to translate kernel messages and code comments? Uh, user documentation, I mean, maybe uh, user documentation, and uh, message. Uh, for example, uh, translating the message catalog or a kernel message and a command line message is uh, technically difficult. Uh, it has uh, a technical problem because translating needs various core encodings that the kernel message and the command line message is usually written in source code and such various encodings cannot be written in the source code. The book that I co-authored with Makusek has actually been translated into um, Japanese as well as traditional Chinese okay. and several other languages. So that's probably the most, the most translated kernel you'll see, which is actually in the book as opposed to in the source code. Could each of you describe your own individual use of the BSDs, how you use it at work and also perhaps at home? For my use, I have uh, various servers on which I do my research, which is uh, networking work and uh, uh, some security work. And those all run FreeBSD at the moment. I'm, I'm purely on the FreeBSD side. I currently run all of my mail and web services on FreeBSD Stable, which is currently 6.1, though we're about to put out a 6.2. My experimental machines all run the nightly build, uh, so the head of the tree. And uh, my personal laptop is a Mac, which also happens to have lots of BSD in it. At work, I'm working doing some consulting on uh, free BSD stuff that I can't really say for home. And uh, I work for a large internet company that uses FreeBSD on most of its servers. I'm working at the university, so uh, my job is to maintain uh, my library's network and um, uh, my library's main servers. And running on FreeBSD, and uh, I work, and I am using uh, OpenBSD as a, a terminal, its terminal, and a computer simulation of my research. I am using NetBSD open and to develop device driver needed for my research field. 
So and I'm using FreeBSD uh, and NetBSD and OpenBSD and uh, uh, other various Unix operating system I'm using. A uh, very old one is Digital uh, Linux is uh, running on my laboratory, and uh, SunOS 4 is living in my laboratory. My uh, collecting the very old Unix is one of my hobbies. Thank you very much for speaking with me today. No problem. Thank you. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. Or if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 74.